Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Kimberly Osgood, your host of Smart Money Moves, and our topic today is Reclaim Your Time During the Business Day. And our special guest today is Ms. Jennifer J.J. Jank, who is CEO and Chief Brain Hacker of Desert Diva LLC. Good afternoon, J.J. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show, Kimberly. Good. You're welcome. I'm really excited about today's topic. And our topic, as I mentioned, is reclaiming your time during the business day. And we're going to be talking about how you can use your brain to create and be more productive. But before we get into our topic, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tell us about your business, what you do, and how you got started. So I, um, <laughs> I, It's funny because I had kind of a nonlinear um, career. I always tell people, you know, I spent about 20 years in corporate America in finance. But I had a lot of, you know, kind of different um, paths along the way. And uh, for the last 10 years, I was a financial planner. And I kept uh, trying to figure out why our clients weren't doing, you know, what we suggested. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We'd be in the meetings and they'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, that sounds good. You know, that sounds smart. You know, know, we see why you want to do that. And then, um, you know, we'd check back in with them six months later, did you do it? And the answer was no. <laughs> so I started, yeah, so I started getting into behavioral finance and really, you know, tra- reading and, and uh, about neuroscience and trying to understand the brain. And in the course of doing that, I found out why I personally had always been super productive. Hmm, okay. And it's because I always um, worked with my brain instead of against it. Mm-hmm. And modern culture is really kind of anti-brain. Okay. So, um, yeah, so a lot of, a lot of you know, kind of business culture, corporate culture isn't great for brains, makes it hard for us to focus, you know, keeps us distracted, all of that stuff. Um, and, and, but learning how to work with your brain actually boosts your productivity. And okay. then when the pandemic happened, I actually had the opportunity to launch um, my productivity business because I'm, I'm not about trying to cram the 73,000th thing into the hour. I'm really about, you know, let's get the things accomplished that we need to accomplish, that the things are going to move the business forward, because I work with business owners, so helping them mm-hmm. move their businesses forward. Um, and so I'm, I'm um, you know, helping them uh, work with that, and so that way they have some time after work to, you know, spend time with their friends and family and play with the pets and the kids and the grandkids, whatever it is, do all their hobbies and activities, which, interestingly enough, actually makes you more productive the next day. Like getting all of that brain rest and not working is really mm-hmm. crucial for productivity. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like the pandemic really brought me the chance to 
really launched the business because I feel like before the pandemic, nobody was really interested in reclaiming their time. You know, nobody was really interested in, you know, hey, I got to work, I got to do this. You know, I, I can't I, I can't be spending all this time, you know, at home or doing hobbies or whatever. And then the pandemic came and people were like, oh, no, actually, I really enjoyed spending this time with my family mm-hmm. and friends. You know, I really enjoyed <laughs> getting back into these hobbies that I, you know, had left for so long. And then, of course, if you're a business owner, the question becomes, okay, well, if I'm w- working all these hours, you know, and then I drop hours, won't my profit drop as well? And the answer to that is no, mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you, okay. you know, improve your productivity. Oh, okay, okay. Now you mentioned that you discovered why you were always very productive—excuse me, productive—because you always worked with your brain. Is that what you're saying, yep. as opposed to against it? So, what do you exactly mean by that? What were you doing? Yeah, so I, um, you know, there's this whole thing out there about supposedly multitasking, um, right. and one of the things that I talk about, like every time I give a talk, I'm always like, okay, multitasking is not a thing; it doesn't actually happen. It may mm. feel like it's happening, and, and let me kind of define multitasking, too. It's when you're um, trying to do two things at once that are both cognitively right. demanding. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're trying to, you know, listen to this podcast and read your emails, let's say. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you're not really paying attention to either one, so you're actually not getting the benefit of doing two things at once because you're not doing two things at once. Mm-hmm. What happens is your brain switches back and forth very rapidly, so it may feel like you're multitasking, but you're not. And then the other downside is that um, it really wears out your brain. The brain does not want to flip back and forth very rapidly between tasks. It's very tiring. Um, So it doesn't really, your brain doesn't really want to do it. So one of the things that I would always do is I would always focus, you know, and single task because, um, and I didn't even know that multitasking was not a thing, but I was just like, you know, it's easier for me to just focus on this thing get to maybe, you know, if I can't complete it, maybe I get to a good point where I can um, do something else or take a break, whatever it is, um, and then come back to it later if I need to. Oh, okay. So it's basically about focusing on one task at a time and not trying to do Mm -hmm. five or six. Okay. So, but how is, um, why is understanding how the brain works so important when you're trying to be effective at work? Yeah. Or should we each... Well understand our individual brains or no should we each like try to find out what our how our individual brains work or what would you say yeah i mean there's some you know there's some stuff that's kind of applicable to all human brains like um you only get about four to four and a half hours of really dedicated focused concentrated work a day Mm -hmm. so you get a huge boost in productivity when you match your um what i like to call thinky work which is the cognitively demanding work. So that's like, you know, working on spreadsheets, working with numbers, writing articles, strategizing, planning, all of those things that are cognitively demanding. And you do that, you know, at at the time when your brain is most ready to do that work. That's when you get a huge productivity boost. And kind of putting a moat around that time so that you're not interrupted with emails. You know, you're not trying to, if you're sleep chronotype, which is kind of depend, which kind of determines when your best time is for the stinky work. Um, making sure that you're not, you know, doing meetings during this time because that's not, mm-hmm. that's not the best use of that particular time. Um, right. Checking emails during that time, not the best use of that particular time. 
So that's something that, you know, it's kind of different, but like most people fall into one of four sleep chronotypes. Um, one is um, the lion. That's kind of what used to be called the early bird. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm a bear because I was always confused because I was like, well, I'm not an early bird and I'm not a mm-hmm. night owl either. And about half the population are like me. We're bears. So kind of late morning is a sweet spot for us. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, and then there are wolves that are, you know, their focus time is going to be later in the day, and dolphins don't get a lot of sleep, so a good focus time for them is kind of the middle of the day because it's not too early, not too late. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, so so your own individual brain will, you know, might shift those a little bit, but in general, you know, that's kind of how, and then knowing also how human brains want to work, which is they really do want a single task. They really do want to just do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Trying to multitask is very, you know, like I said earlier, it's very tiring. Brains don't like it. So nobody's brain really wants to multitask. Right. Okay. That's interesting you named the different types. All I ever heard was I'm a morning person or I'm a night person. I've never heard those other mm-hmm. in-between types. So that's interesting because I know I, I'm definitely not an early person. I, you know, <laughs> I, I kind of get rolling maybe around. Uh, midday, where I'm really productive. I'm just not a morning person. You know, I know people who get yep, up at I four and five and they're just ready to go. So that's interesting <laughs> that there's what five types. How many did you mention? Four types. Four, five. Oh, four types. Okay. Well, that's interesting to know. Okay. Now, um, I think that's excellent because a lot of people, I'm sure, in the audience weren't aware that there were the four different types. Also, now. Um, you know, there are a lot of tools out there that are helping people be productive. You know, you have uh, apps and software. So would you say that we shouldn't rely on these tools to be more productive? Yeah, I mean, you're not, you're really going to get your biggest boost in productivity from working with your brain. So another thing about the brain is, you know, it's capable of doing intense focus for about 45 minutes to 50 minutes. So allowing yourself to take a, a good break, which doesn't mean checking emails. It means doing something that's kind of boring, that's not cognitively demanding. You know, you could stare out the window for 10 minutes. That would actually be a pretty good break. <laughs> you know, go get yourself a drink of water, go walk the dog for 10 or 15 minutes, something like that. Um, and And also all of these things like, sleep and nutrition, all that kind of stuff, also boost your productivity. So if you're missing out on those, um, you know, all the apps in the world are, aren't going to really help you that much. Mm-hmm. But having said that, you know, there are some, you know, I feel, I feel like for business owners there are some basic tools, right? You need a CRM, a customer relations right. system. Right. Um, you need a, a bookkeeping system. Um, you need a place to put documents. You know, I use both Word and Google Docs. It doesn't really matter, you know, and, and, and that's the thing with the CRM and stuff too. There's also um, project management software out there. Mm-hmm. And it yeah, kind definitely. of doesn't really matter which one you use. Like just oh, one okay. that is is relatively easy for you to use. It you know feels reasonable. You know once you've gotten beyond the learning curve, mm-hmm. like switching from one app to another, um, unless you're first on like a really clunky app or something, is not really going to give you a good um, a good productivity boost. Like going from a spreadsheet to a CRM will absolutely um, give you a productivity boost. Right. Right. But, you know, yeah. kind of switching from, like, one project management app to another project management app is not really going to help you that much, especially mm, okay. if you're not blocking out your time right. 
Right. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors right now. Uh, Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. Thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and partners. Well, we're back with Smart Money Moves, and with us today is Ms. Jennifer J.J. Jank. She is CEO of Desert Diva LLC. And before the break, we were talking about different apps and software that's out there to help people be productive. And, J.J., you were talking about that these different apps do not necessarily make you more productive, correct? Yeah, I mean, um, certainly switching from, like, one project management app to another project management app is probably not going to make you more productive. If you're trying to manage everything on spreadsheets, like moving to an app will probably help you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but really where you're going to see a huge boost is, you know, kind of matching your your best time for focus work with that focus work and not allowing other work to, you know, like emails and meetings and admin and stuff like that to mm-hmm. creep into that, you know, time. Another thing that, that you know, so the brain likes to, like I said, like switching back and forth is tiring. So right. batching your your work, so, you know, checking emails at specific times a day and just, you know, checking a bunch of emails all at once is a lot more productive than, you know, checking them, like, as they come in or, right. you know, switching from, like, your spreadsheet to checking emails, you know, that's, you know, tiring and all that yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah. so I, I, I talk to people about, like, time blocking and then also, you know, really being um, or knowing what your priorities are. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, um, I'm a big fan of that, yeah. I prioritize yeah, yeah, my day. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, that's a, and that's a smart and productive way to do it because otherwise, you know, people, especially business owners, just kind of get caught up in all of the busy work. And productive is not the same as busy. True. Um, I, <laughs> sometimes when I, when I speak, you know, I'll ask the question and I'll say, hey, you know, how many of you have ever, you know, had a day where you were super busy and you were just doing things and doing things and doing things, and, you know, all day you were busy, 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 and at the end of the day you look back and say, I didn't accomplish a single thing. All the hands go up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And that's because, yeah, people were busy instead of productive. Um, Mm, You know, they were just doing all all the things, not necessarily prioritizing, Mm -hmm. um, or or maybe they prioritized incorrectly. Um, I think right. most of the time it's, it's, it's a lack of prioritization that you just kind of do like whatever is in front of you mm-hmm. and not everything that there is to do is really going to move your business forward or move you forward to your goals. Um, so doing the stuff that's just in front of you that's just busy work isn't going to help you right. be productive either. Right, yeah. Now let me ask you this. Uh, when you go into companies and you talk to the business, what exactly do you do? Do you do trainings? Uh, what do you do for the organization? Oh, yeah. So I have two programs right now. One is a half-day productivity workshop, and it's it's interactive, but it's also just more educational. Okay. So I talk about the basics of time blocking, time management, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then for my larger clients, 
I have a I have a program where we go in and we look at five client-facing revenue-generating processes. So things like client onboarding, client servicing, client fulfillment, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I and I take the team, uh, whoever's working on those processes, and we process map and figure out where the productivity blocks are currently. Okay. Because basically, when the productivity is blocked, so is, so are your profits, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, so we do the process map, figure out where the blockages are now, and then we process map what the ideal process should look like. What are the steps that have to be taken in order to get to the new and improved process, and how do we implement those? So we do that for each of the five processes. Oh, okay. All righty. Okay. Now, just in case our listeners may want to reach you after our show, how would you like our listeners to contact you? Um, the best way is by email um, because, again, I, you know, being a productivity expert, I do not answer my emails as they come in. I, you know, text them at specific times <laughs> of the day. <laughs> and my email is jj at jenniferjank.com. Okay. jj at jenniferjank.com. Okay. So hopefully those individuals that are out there listening will contact you because you're saying some really interesting things. Just like um, I wasn't aware that there were more types. I always thought you were either early riser or you were a night mm-hmm. owl. So that's something that mm-hmm. I learned, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I think so. the new sleep chronotypes are fairly recent. Like I remember growing up too, I remember that there were just the two, but now they're, right. now they're saying that there are four, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because I think I do kind of fall in that middle range. I'm not an early person, but I'm not always also someone who likes to sit up after midnight and, and do work. I, I'm kind of like midday, mm-hmm. early afternoon, so what would that put me at? Bear? Yeah, yeah, you're probably a bear. Oh, okay. <laughs> a bear now, like me. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the one thing you wish people knew to be more productive? Um. You know, I, I really wish people understood how powerful their brains were, but the brain is not a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that, mm-hmm. you know, our brains are actually far more complex than computers are. And, yes, computers can grind through some numbers faster than the human brain can, but there's a lot that the human brain does that a computer can't. And I feel like okay. because we're in, you know, this kind of technological age, and, you know, and I use technology too. I'm not saying not to use any technology. I certainly do. Um, I'm on my, yeah. So, uh, you know, I write my articles on, um, you know, Google Docs or whatever myself. But, you know, there's a, there's a limit to what technology can really do for you. And also technology can really hinder your productivity, you know. So um, it's really easy when you're on social media to go down, you know, the rabbit hole. And, you know, you, you just go from like one thing to another. And, um, you know, the social media platforms are designed to be addictive. Like, they're literally designed that way because Mm -hmm. the social media platforms are not social, right? They're owned by people who want to make money. And the way that they make money is to put advertisers in front of your eyeballs. So the longer you're in front of the platform, the more money they can collect from their advertisers because Mm -hmm. they have more eyeballs on them. Right, Um, right. Yeah, you and I talked about that a couple of days ago about how they yeah. were designed basically to get you addicted, and and it's and I'm a, I'm I'm a victim of that. I'm, it's like I pick up my phone and oh, what's on YouTube? Who's you know? And I find I am I have become addicted to it, you know. And you have to be mm-hmm. careful not to be programmed. And it's really interesting. I know you and I talked a couple of days ago about how these 
uh, techie guys, the ones who, who created those algorithms, they don't even get on social media. They don't even allow their kids mm-hmm. because they know why it was <laughs> set up and they know the damaging exactly. the damage it causes. And I find that really interesting, you know. So I'm I'm slowly trying to put down my social media. I have like YouTube channels. I look at certain. I'm slowly trying to you know wean myself from constantly picking up my phone. And I'm also one of those mm-hmm. individuals that I check my emails throughout the day instead of setting aside a certain time. <laughs> and that's what I need to yep. do, maybe set two, two times, two or three times that I check my email and leave it at that, you know. Um, but, yeah, this is very interesting, very interesting. Um, now, let's talk about uh, the differences between men and women. I know you were saying there aren't – there's some, some of the differences that we, we were taught really um, are, myth, are myths, right? a myth yeah they're women yeah they're a myth yeah a lot of it's cultural conditioning because I was um and and it's so funny because I know you and I had talked a little bit about it and I've had like three or four other conversations this week about about women being um you know conditioned in certain ways right like we are conditioned to be nurturing and we're conditioned to be supportive and also our culture sort of gives us the idea that, you know, men are the ones who deal with numbers and finance. And I know you run into that, you know, in your business. Yeah, and And I know of women who are very sharp financially and with mathematics, so that's not totally true that only men can do numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I remember, like, I know there's, you know, in other countries that are not the U.S., you know, there are tons of women mathematicians and Mm -hmm. financial people. It's just, you know, in the U.S. we have this weird idea about it, you know, that that um, men's and women's brains are somehow different. You know, there are some, like, small differences, but not really enough to make a difference. You know, actually women make better investors than men. Um, yeah, I've heard that. Women, yeah, I've heard that. Uh-huh. Yeah, women who invest in equities, like not, you know, because a lot of women who don't know how to invest don't invest enough in equities, but the ones who do invest in equities perform better than men. Mm-hmm. And it's largely because they don't allow their egos to get in the way and they're actually objectively looking at the things. They don't overtrade. They don't assume they're smarter than the market, you know, <laughs> all these things. <laughs> you know, they don't really have anything to do with um, – you know, um, innate intelligence. It's just, you know, how do you, you know, how do you handle these, you know, these things like investing? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I have heard that, that women are, are good at that, particularly when they've been taught um, mm-hmm. and they're not afraid to invest. Um, yeah, we tend to do very well. Um, what are some other differences that we have been taught that are false? Um, I think the idea that we multitask better, I've heard that that are that yeah. we're men are left brain. We kind of flip yeah. flop between left and right. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no real you, you know. The, so first of all, the whole like left brain and right brain thing, and I know we were all taught it, but that is largely a myth as well. Okay. Um, it, I mean, some people are better at you know numbers and things, and some people are a little bit better at language. But there are a lot of people who are both um, you know logical and creative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I run into it because I used to say, you know, I was a financial planner, but I love writing in a creative okay. way. But I know mm-hmm. tons of like accountants and financial advisors who enjoy, you know, painting or sculpture, or needle crafts, you know, whatever. Um, so there's definitely, you know, I think the number of people who are both creative and kind of, um, you know, logical thinkers, I think is a mm-hmm. lot higher than people think it is. Yeah, that is true, because I've known of – it's almost like you're either creative 
or your logical thinking. You know, if you're a mathematician, you can't appreciate or do art, you know, or, or, or right. be a designer. But I've known of people who are very smart with math and, and calculus, but they also enjoy painting. They also create things. So you can be both, you know, very logical and very creative also at the same time because I've met people like that. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. um, now, you have um, a few accomplishments. Um, tell us about those. You've spoken at a couple of uh, national conventions. I, I spoke at, uh, here in California, we have a, um, there's like an HR association that's called PIRA, the Professionals and Human Resource Association. I actually spoke at several of their chapter meetings, but I also spoke at their annual conference, um, which was in Long Beach, I think in May. Mm-hmm. And then um, in September, I flew out to Nashville and went to the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center Corporation. Okay. Okay. Uh, for their okay. for their national conference. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was good. And I, you know, because so, I always sometimes when I go speak, I'm like, is anybody going to be there? But yeah, a lot of people <laughs> come. <laughs> so I didn't realize there were conferences on productivity. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they weren't. They weren't conferences on. I mean, I'm sure there are, but they weren't like they were just kind of like whatever their regular conference was, and they thought, oh yeah, let's have somebody in here to help us. Oh you know, learn how to be more productive, yeah. Okay. Did you find the individuals were very receptive to the things that you said? Yep. I mean, there's definitely, like, when I tell people, you know, one way to be super productive is to turn off email notifications, nobody likes mm-hmm. that. Like, I nobody know. Because <laughs> we've been conditioned, we have been, you know, we're addicted. You know, we've been uh-huh, addicted 100%. to that. And, you know, these smartphones, I mean, I always have my phone with me. I'm always picking yep. it up. You know, I'm always checking my email or text messages. So, yeah, you're right. I can see why that would turn. Um, so, good. So, you've been received very well at these conferences. And then uh, you also have a podcast here on Women Lead Radio, correct? I do. And mine is called Brain Power Up. Um, uh-huh. And I will uh, have my next session. My guest is a business coach, uh, Lisa Hammett, and that will be next. Um, the second Friday in November, I think it's November okay. or the third Friday. It's like November thirteenth. Okay. Okay. Or November seventeenth. Sorry. <laughs> and that's a business coach. Give the name again. It's yeah, Lisa person. Hammett. Uh, it, yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, she's a, wonderful. like a success in business coach, and my and the name of the show is Brain Power Up. Okay, wonderful. Now, for just one more time, in case our listeners may want to reach you after the show, how would you like them to um, contact you? Yeah, email. And again, I will not respond automatically because um, <laughs> I do batch my emails. Um, yeah, I actually because I'm also embarrassed. I actually get to work usually before because I start work at about nine, so um, I don't like to interrupt my you know my thinky time with emails. So I like a lot of times I won't get to them till afternoon. But anyway, mm-hmm. my email is jj at jenniferjank.com. Okay. jj at jenniferjank.com. jj at jenniferjank.com. So hopefully individuals will email you and ask questions. Maybe there's some business owners out there who might want you to come into their company and to help them with their productivity. Now, you also have a new productivity program called Profit Velocity. Tell us about that. Yep. So Profit Velocity is the, uh, it's a six-week program, and that's the one where I kind of go in and we um, process map the um, the different processes. 
And I do like to kick that off. Um, you know, you ha kind of have to have a kickoff session for all of these things. But I also do an interactive quiz to find out what everybody's sleep chronotype is. Oh, okay. So, and people really enjoy that. Like, everybody really gets a kick out of that. And it's, you know, it's fun to find out, oh, I'm a lion or I'm a bear or whatever. <laughs> but it's also really important, you know, for the business owners or the team leaders or managers if they're there to kind mm -hmm. of see, okay, you know, what are the sleep chronotypes I've got? Because I was, in, I was in one company and everybody was pretty much a lion or a bear, which means that mm -hmm. morning is the time that they should be focused on thinky work. So that okay. tells the business owner, the team leader, they should not be scheduling 10 a.m. meetings because they should be mm -hmm. letting their people work. Right. You know, they, and I think business owners kind of have to think about how their emails are received because a lot of times when I talk about turning off email notifications, people are like, but I have to, you know, I have to answer if it comes from the boss. Right. So yeah. I think, yeah, the boss really has to think about, you know, do, you know, do I, do I expect answers right away, you know, and mm -hmm. if I say I don't, is that actually true? <laughs> you right. know, sometimes, you know, they might be saying, no, it's okay, but their actions um, don't, don't bear that out. Right. Um, yeah. And the other thing that, that business owners can do is a lot of times, you know, they just want to get stuff off their plate. They just want to send an email. You know, you can actually go in and because I use Gmail and I think, you know, Outlook and all the other ones have the same ability where you can actually schedule the email to go out at a different time. So you're sitting mm -hmm. down, you know, 10 o'clock, you want to send something to one of your lions or bears, but, you know, they're in the middle of their thinky time. So you can schedule it to go out at, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Then they're kind right. of done with thinky work and then they can deal with it, you know. So mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of gives everybody, and, and, that, and it doesn't always work that way, right? Sometimes you go in and everybody's a different sleep chronotype and then it's just kind of like, all right, well, you know, we just have to have meetings at some, you know, point in time to pick one. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. I know I've worked for companies where it's like you were expected to check your email because the manager might call a meeting at 2 o'clock, and you have to have gotten that email. <laughs> but I like, it. I like the concept of, of you know, uh, only answering your emails at certain times, so I need to start doing that. And hopefully people will contact you. This is some very, you've given us some very interesting information, and I wish you much success in your business. And thank you again for being my guest. But I want to say that that's our show for today. And I'd like to say again, thank you to Ms. Jennifer J.J. Jank for being our special guest. And a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. After our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We're expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast, so for now, We'll be back again for another live Women Lead radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. And it's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.